The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Foundations. The Jewish people have been called to be a light to the nations, and those who believe in Jesus are called to be a light to the nations. Jew and Gentile, we, we tend to think of ourselves as distinctly different people, but we're actually the same people. We're grafted in. Foundations. Understanding the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. With Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby. Taking some time over the last couple of programs, learning why God commanded his people, the Jews, to wear tassels. We found out what they signified and the calling as a nation that was to be distinct before the rest of the world. That's all great, but what does that mean for Gentile believers? Yeah, really good question, because while all of that's, that kind of stuff is, is fascinating and it's interesting and you can see the significance in all of that, you still have to ask the so what question, what is the big deal and why do we even mm. have to worry about it? Well, the truth is we don't have to worry about wearing tassels. We don't. That's never been a command. But just, again, to look at the significance of what the tassels were to represent and the reason. One, to keep them reminded and focused on the law of God, that they were to remain faithful to him so that they wouldn't be seduced and sidetracked to be you know, sucked into what the rest of the nations around them were doing, which unfortunately happened repeatedly. But mm. the pu- purpose was stay focused on God and his word, his law. Also, I guess, to remind us or to inform us of the examples that you gave, like Saul and David and Jesus, yeah. when we read about them, we understand better what that actually signified for those uh, situations. Precisely. So there was the authority. It represented the authority of of leadership, kingliness, so to speak. Then there was um, the nobility. Um, they, they were a royal and noble people with, with standing um, and for the purpose of um, representing God before the nations that surrounded them. And then because they were a priestly nation, they were to reflect who God was so that the rest of the world would recognize and see the one true living God as, as being distinctly different of, of higher quality, higher moral standards, higher ethics that could be seen within the the, the culture and the daily living of the people. In that sense, they were to be a light to the, the nations, which is what God called them. So they were a, a chosen race. They were a royal race, royal and noble. They were a priestly nation. They were a holy nation. All symbolized that was recognizable in that day and age by these these tzitzit, the tassels. Peter and Paul and James, they all did such an incredible job of being able to unpack the Old Covenant scriptures so that they would be applicable to Jewish believers in the New Covenant, but also the Gentile believers Mm. that were coming into the faith. So all of that, what does it mean for us? Well, have a listen in 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 9 to 10. It says this. He's talking to, to believers in Jesus now. 
not necessarily just ethnic Jews, although at that time there would have been a lot of ethnic Jews within the church, but he's talking to those who believe that Jesus is the Messiah. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for God's own possession, so that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who has called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. For you once were not a people, but now you are the people of God who had not received mercy, but now you've received mercy. My goodness, that sounds just like the calling of the Jewish people, Mm. represented and signified in these really important ways through the tzitzit. But Peter here never says, so therefore, tie tie some strings to your clothes. (laughs) Not at all. While the tassels were a physical visual for the people of Israel in that culture, in that environment that was very recognizable and understandable, we are also supposed to be a visual, recognizable representation of our relationship with God as a light to the nations of the world. So Mm. we both actually have the same calling. The Jewish people have been called to be a light to the nations, and those who believe in Jesus are called to be a light to the nations. Mm. Jew and Gentile, we we tend to think of ourselves as distinctly different people, but we're actually the same people. We're grafted in. That's what um, Paul was talking about when he talked about the Gentile world being not a part of the commonwealth of Israel. And that's another another passage that I want to uh, just point out. It's in Ephesians, and it's chapter 2, verses 11 to 13, and it says, Therefore, remember that at one time you Gentiles in the flesh called the uncircumcision, that's what we were called, we were not part of the Jewish race that were circumcised in the flesh, so we were called Gentiles the uncircumcision, and we were called that by the circumcision, that's the Jews. Mm. And that the circumcision in their flesh is made by their hands, okay? That was a physical mark they put in their bodies. Remembering that you were at that time separated from Christ, alienated from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers to the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ, and we read all of that and we go, oh, isn't that nice? But then what does it mean to be part of the commonwealth of Israel? Well, we can actually have a pretty good, a pretty reasonable understanding of that because we've been part of, here in Australia, part of the British Commonwealth. So as part of being a part of the British Commonwealth, what does that mean for us? Well, our, our system of government, our system of laws, our rights, privileges, freedoms, protections, all of those things are part and parcel of the benefits that come about from being a part of the British Commonwealth. But we don't necessarily have to be British. We're Australian. We've got our – this is distinctly who we are. But we still have all these, let's just say, the promises, the covenants mm. – of the British Commonwealth. Once we as Gentiles come to faith in Christ, we're grafted into the Commonwealth of Israel. We're not ethnic Jews. We don't have to tie tassels off our clothes. We don't have to be to be circumcised for our boys. Mm. We don't have to grow the forelocks of our head down the front of our faces and these long forelocks. Don't have to do those things. Because we're not ethnic Jews. Those things were specific to that race of people. But the commonwealth means that we're now partakers of all the promises, all the blessings. We haven't usurped Israel. We've been grafted in. 
And this is really, really important. Andrew Bolt, he's a secular commentator. He's an agnostic. I've heard him repeatedly make uh, statements about the good things that have come from Christians, the, the the standards that they have, the morals and the ethics that they have. They care for so many people. So Christians have got a reputation from history for being a light to the rest of the world, just as the Jewish people, by their distinctiveness, are a light to the rest of the world. We don't have to dress like Jews or pretend to be Jews in order to fulfill that calling that we have that comes from, say, what we read in uh, 1 Peter chapter 2, where we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, holy nation, God's own possession to proclaim his excellencies to the world. Matthew uh, 5, the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, you're salt and you're light in the world. Mm. So this is about self-examination. How do we react when stuff goes wrong? How do we react if somebody calls us a name? How do we conduct ourselves in business? Are we moral? Are we ethical? Do we have standards of integrity? Do we respond in an opposite manner when somebody's antagonistic mm. towards us? All of those things make us distinctly different, as distinctly different as hanging tassels off our mm. clothes like the Jewish people do. That's right. So I guess when a workmate or a family member says to you, What's different about you? It's not that they're seeing a tassel, but no, they're right. seeing a different response. They're seeing a different spirit. I guess they're seeing that salt and light that's in us that's uh, making an effect and making us distinctly different. Precisely. So if a person, a, a non Jewish person, says to a Jewish person, What's with the tassels? they have this opportunity to say, This is what we've been commanded to do. It makes us distinctly different, and we embrace this because that's what God commanded. In like manner, as you've just said, when somebody else who sees us behave the way we should says, what's with that? We Mm. go, well, this is why we do that. So in that respect, Jew and Gentile who belong to God are one people. Well, it certainly is a bit of a challenge for us to consider, as you said, a a bit of self-reflection today to see about whether we're letting our tassels show. (laughs) That's right. This has been Foundations, a look at the Jewish foundations of our Christian faith. For study notes, resources and more, see vision.org.au slash foundations. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.